Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Peloso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to Tuning In, the podcast all about designing your ultimate intuitive lifestyle. Today's episode, we are going to talk about one of the biggest ways you can reconnect to your body, your mind, your soul, and that is being able to recognize your hunger and satiety cues. I see this so much in my practice where people aren't able to distinguish whether or not they are full, whether or not they are actually hungry, and it becomes a problem in improving their wellness because they will either overeat, they won't eat enough, and they have unexplained cravings and all of these factors that come in where they just are so disconnected from themselves and can't move forward in that specific area. So if we want to become intuitive eaters, we have to be able to learn the messages that our body is sending us in regards to hunger and satiety. What do we look for What is our body saying? What are these messages and how do we decode them? There are so many factors that affect our ability to read hunger and satiety and it's really not easy to navigate unless you have a specific point to go from. So a base point, a marker, a reference point, what does hunger feel like for me? What does fullness feel like for me? And if we've never experienced those feelings or if we aren't able to recognize what those feel like, we cannot eat intuitively. So today I want to talk to you about ways that you can tune into your hunger and satiety cues, like actual signs that you can go off of, that you can recognize as hunger or fullness. But Before we get into that, I want to explain how hunger and satiety works in our bodies uh, so that you can just get a sense as to, okay, this is what's actually going on and this is how I can best support that. And that all comes down to our hunger hormones, what stimulates them, how you can recognize when they're active, when they're functioning properly, all that beautiful stuff. So there are two main hormones that are most closely associated to uh, energy homeostasis that leads to the sensations we feel of hunger and satiety. And that is leptin and ghrelin. And shifts in the balance between ghrelin and leptin drastically affect our body's ability to regulate energy demands and storage. So how we use energy and how we store energy. But there are three more hormones that are pretty significant that also can affect our feelings of hunger. And I will get into those as well. But first, let's talk about leptin because leptin is our satiety hormone and it is released by fat cells to help regulate energy expenditure. And leptin 
penetrates our blood brain barrier and communicates with our brain that way, specifically to the hypothalamus. And it tells your brain whether or not you were hungry or full. So super, super important to just note that leptin is the hormone that tells us if we are full or not. Whereas the other hormone that's super important is ghrelin. And I love this word because it makes me think of like gremlin in our body. Uh, Like there's a little gremlin in our stomach or something like that. And this is our hunger hormone. So it has the opposite function of leptin and it is released from empty stomach cells and production of ghrelin is stopped as your stomach stretches with sufficient food intake. So as you eat food, the stomach will stretch and ghrelin will stop being produced. Pretty pretty cool. Now there are three other hormones that I want to touch on briefly too and one of those is glucagon-like peptide 1 and this is GLP-1 and this is produced and secreted by our intestines as food enters the body and this hormone alerts the brain to let you know that you are full, that food is coming in, and that you should stop. Now, the reason this is such a significant peptide is because chronic inflammatory diseases or increased intake of food that cause flare-ups will reduce the synthesis of GLP-1. And this means that it produces a negative effect on satiety signaling to our brain. So a lot of people who have inflammatory bowel issues, any type of you know gut imbalances, things like that, it's going to reduce the synthesis of GLP-1. And that means that you're not getting clear messages or clear signals to your brain letting you know that you are full. So by avoiding inflammatory foods, you know, taking probiotics, managing your gut health, eating good, whole, clean, healthy, organic foods, that all will help to enhance GLP-1 synthesis and help you understand and know when you are actually full. And this is why I love a good discovery diet protocol or gut health protocol to help you reduce inflammation because it also will help regulate your hunger hormones and allow you to understand exactly the messages that your body's sending you and how to interpret those messages as well. So super, super important to just note that having reduced inflammation in your body can also help you know when you're hungry and know when you're full. Now, another one is cortisol. And we all know cortisol. It's a stress hormone. It's produced by our adrenal glands. And it can cause us to eat more because it's our body's way of trying to regulate our nervous system and calm our stress response. And it's very well known, like researchers have clearly stated that there is a link between elevated cortisol levels and impulsive snacking and overeating because dopamine, which is our counterbalance hormone of cortisol, it's our happy hormone. It makes us feel good. It helps us calm down, all of that kind of stuff that is released when we eat and especially sweet foods, they release more dopamine. So people who crave sweet foods when they're stressed and receive this temporary boost in mood also will have misconstrued messages about whether they are hungry or not because it could be the cortisol that's telling you to eat more food when you're not actually 
physically hungry. So just another one to keep in mind, cortisol is one of those hormones. Another one I just wanna talk on briefly too is insulin. Because insulin is a hormone that is released by our pancreas to signal the cells to take the glucose from our bloodstream to be utilized as energy or stored as fat. And insulin is super important in using up that sugar glucose from our blood and insulin resistance i see this a lot in my practice when people are insulin resistant and this is when these cells stop responding to the increase in insulin they can't keep up with the demands and they just give up they start storing more glucose as fat and insulin really is meant to reduce our hunger it's supposed to take that glucose out just utilize it in our body or store it as fat but if there's that resistance there the cells do not respond properly and it's going to cause you to crave more glucose because your body never feels that sensation of full and it just wants more and more and more because the insulin is not shutting that off. So cortisol, insulin, and the GLP-1 are other hormone type signals that are in our body to help us feel those feelings of hunger versus satiety. So as you can see, when these hormones are not functioning properly, when they're out of whack, when the messages are not being translated well, it can get very confusing for us. Like how are we supposed to understand what our body needs and to nourish our body in the best way possible? So there are five ways to help you learn your hunger and satiety cues when you're eating. And this will also help to balance these hormones, help them function more optimally in your body. So I'm going to go through five of these today. And then I have even more information that I want to share with you too, to help support you in this area. But first, I want to take a quick break to talk to you about my signature program, Back to Your Body. This is a 12-week discovery program that takes you along a specially curated wellness journey to design your ultimate intuitive lifestyle. It includes nine core modules that cover a variety of wellness topics, including digestion, stress, body movement, mindset, chakras, and more. Plus, there are eight bonus trainings that dive even deeper on topics you might be struggling with, such as burnout, your relationship with food, prioritizing and scheduling, syncing your cycle, and more. It includes 12 weeks of meal plan examples, over 400 recipes. There are endless resources, such as guidebooks, meditations, body movement videos, and more to ensure you succeed. It also includes a jumpstart supplement package from a professional supplement line to help support your body through clearing the fog. Plus, you receive an additional 20% off any other supplements that you want or need for the entire year. There are also weekly live Q&A coaching sessions where you can ask me absolutely anything related to your wellness and goals. Finally, and my favorite part, there are two coaching sessions with myself one at the beginning and one at the end to ensure you are 10,000% getting what you want out of the program and absolutely nothing less. There is so much value in this program that I am even extending your access to the content for an extra month to make sure you get use out of everything. On top of all this, there is more. I have collaborated with the talented Sarah from Stretch Every Day to add gentle movement videos to your program and Melina from Curative Nature for a personal Reiki session to assist you on tuning in on 
on an energetic level. If you are ready to get started, you can click the link in the show notes to apply now. There is no commitment necessary to apply. However, spots are limited and I want to ensure that everyone who joins is an absolute hell yes. If you are ready to finally create that lifestyle that works for you, this is your sign to jump all in. For more information or to set up a discovery call, please go to mindbodyspiritmama.com. Now back to the episode. Number one is when you're eating, it's so important to avoid distractions and tune in at the very beginning, in the middle, at the end of your meal. It's so important to know what you're eating, know and ask yourself, am I physically hungry? All of these types of things continue to assess your hunger throughout your meal until you're satisfied, not completely full and like about to explode or expand, but just the feeling of satisfaction, very important. So, you know, when you sit down to eat a meal, ask yourself, am I hungry right now? Do I have a feeling of hunger? And it might take a long time to figure out what that actual feeling is for you, but just tuning in, just sitting down and asking yourself that question and trying to recognize how your body feels in that moment before you consume food, while you're consuming your food and at the end of your meal, just check in with yourself. How do I feel in this moment? And really try to avoid any distractions, like turn the TV off, put your phone away, get off your computer while you're eating. So, so important because it's just going to create a distraction for the messages your body's trying to send you. So that's number one, avoid distractions, tune in to how your body's feeling as you go through your entire meal. Number two is take your time. And this is one that, you know, as a mom is really hard to do because I'm always like, I'm always the first one to finish my meal because I am always feeling rushed. So I like to take breaths between my bites because this helps me to pause and slow down while I'm eating. So taking time to consume your food also really helps you to tune in and it really activates your digestion too and it just lets you know okay i'm eating you know letting your body know that you're eating food so i love taking breaths between my bites you just kind of take a bite you're chewing and then take a few deep breaths before you take your next bite. It just allows that extra little bit of time and space while you're eating to check in with how you're feeling. Number three is tune into all of your senses while you're eating and while you're preparing your food. So this is your taste, your sight, your smell, sound, touch, like really recognize the smells of the food cooking and the smells of the food before you're going to put it into your mouth, right? Take a good look at what colors are there on my plate. Um, you know, what sounds can I hear? Maybe not <laughs> while you're eating, but while you're cooking, right? The crackling of the food on the stove, maybe the touch, maybe the feel of it in your mouth mouth and the taste, all those sensations that come into play when we are looking at the foods that we are consuming. Again, it just really helps to recognize how food feels in your body and letting your body know that you're eating, that you're actually consuming food so that it can tune in and be like, oh, this is enough food. 
I'm full or give me more, I'm still hungry. Number four is really try to avoid eating when you're in a heightened state of stress. And I know this is difficult because we're all walking around like crazy stress bags, but it is super important. If you are feeling extremely stressed out, I want you to ask yourself like, do I really need to be eating right now? And I'm not all about like restricting eating, definitely not. But if you were stressed or you were undergoing like something very major in that day <laughs> or in your life, I want you to think, is now the right time for me to be eating? Because you want to be eating in a calmed state. You want your nervous system to be nice and calm so that not only can you digest your food properly, but you want your body to, again, know that it's eating you don't want to be consuming food and then your body not even realize that it's consuming food and not know what to do with it and not be able to utilize that food as energy because if it doesn't recognize that you're eating it's going to just store that energy as fat and we don't want that so try to tune in are you super stressed right now if so try to calm your nervous system first maybe you can do a deep breathing exercise maybe you can go for a walk first maybe you can do a meditation whatever that looks like for you try to calm yourself down before consuming food maybe you need to just take a little bit more time do not eat when you are extremely stressed and I'm not saying like go days and days and days without eating but really focus on trying to calm your nervous system down that's number four number five is chew 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 chewing our food we don't chew our food enough and this kind of comes into the take your time right like don't rush through a meal chewing your food helps to promote better digestion and assimilation of nutrients so when you're able to take that time to chew again it creates those signals it gets the body realizing that food is coming into the body we need to release the proper enzymes we have to produce the right digestive juices to break down our food and get the nutrients that we need from our food and it's these nutrients it's this food that tells our body to stimulate leptin or ghrelin right these this is the areas that we need to help regulate those hunger hormones super super important so chew your food you know 20 seconds 30 seconds if you can each time you take a mouthful very important and that is five ways to help your body learn your hunger and satiety cues while you're eating to let your body know that food is coming in what are we going to do with it when are we going to stop eating are we hungry are we full these are great ways to just get in tune with how your body is consuming food now another thing i want to touch on is the feeling of hunger and it's okay to let your body feel hunger especially if right now you're like i don't ever feel hungry it's like okay we need to take that time to really let your body feel what it feels like to be hungry and i'm not saying like go days again with that feeling of hunger definitely not but you don't have to eat every two hours to keep your blood sugar balanced it's okay we actually want to allow some more time between your meals to let your body rest digest assimilate the food before deciding if you're hungry again so having that feeling of emptiness or stomach grumbling that's okay to feel it's a good thing that is what's signaling your body to 
have that ghrelin that's saying, hey, we need food. (laughs) Eat something nourishing because we want it. And that is what's going to help you recognize the difference between the hunger and the fullness. So really important to try it out, test it, like experiment with what it actually feels like to be hungry as opposed to feeling like I have to eat every couple of hours um, because you're not really giving your body that time in between to rest and digest the nutrients that it is consuming from the foods that you're eating. Another question I get too is, if it's not hunger, what is it? If I'm not actually hungry, what is it that is going on in my body? And there's a few different things and a lot of people think it's just cravings, right? And we kind of classify cravings under this umbrella of a lot of other things going on in our body. So a few of those I want to point out today too, that if you're not actually physically hungry, these are some areas that you can take a look at. One of them is your nervous system. It could be a little bit out of whack. (laughs) The nervous system is your body's command center. And this is where all of the messages from your brain to your body and back and forth, they travel along your nerve pathways. And when you are stressed, tired, or overstimulated, these messages and the bodily processes become misconstrued. So if you are feeling like you are stressed out, like you were tired, like you were overstimulated, you're not going to be able to discern the difference between hunger and satiety. You might feel like you're hungry. This might be your body's way of saying, hey, I need to regulate this nervous system. We need to eat something, right? Because that releases dopamine and I want to feel good and I want to feel more calm and all of that kind of stuff. But you're not actually physically hungry. Like there's no ghrelin going on. It's just your body is trying to soothe itself and calm its nervous system. So that's one. And that's another reason why we just don't want to be eating when we're stressed because it's probably not even true hunger. So we got to chill out. We got to calm our nervous system and regulate that before we consume food. Number two is there could be imbalances in our gut the bacteria, the fungi, parasites, there's a lot that goes on in our gut microbiome. And these all have an effect on the hormone production and the function. And it also changes our nutrient balance, how our body is receiving vitamins and minerals. And this can really lead to cravings and increased feeling of hunger because bacteria and parasites, they have minds of their own. And if they are overpopulating your gut, they can be controlling how your hormones are being produced, how they are functioning, and how they are turned on in your body. So another good thing to look at if you are feeling like I'm hungry all the time, but I'm not actually physically hungry. Let's take a look at what's going on in your gut. We need to regulate and balance those bacteria, the fungus, potential parasites. It's not fun, but it is definitely a big part of just learning about what are cravings, what is actual hunger. Lots of it happens in the gut. And the gut is so closely connected to our brain, right? There is the gut-brain connection via the vagus nerve. And whatever's going on in the gut is signaling to our brain to do certain things. So if we have a lot of bad bacteria that is shouting out that it needs 
sugar, <laughs> then that's going to be, uh, those messages are going to be sent to the brain to tell you that you need more glucose when really you don't. It's just your bacteria that's asking for that. So really taking into consideration improving gut health. Other hormonal imbalances too. So I kind of touched on insulin, but blood sugar imbalances are really key to whether or not we are receiving the proper messages about hunger. Estrogen and progesterone levels, right? If you have higher estrogen or lower progesterone or if those are not in balance, it could be signaling to your body that you are hungry when you're not actually. And cortisol as well. High levels of cortisol can be telling your body that you need more glucose or that you are hungry to help soothe and calm those levels. So really taking into consideration other hormonal imbalances and getting those kind of in check as best as possible so that you can recognize maybe this is just a hormonal imbalance and it's not me actually being hungry. Once we can sort of regulate those, you might notice that you're not feeling those cravings or feeling those levels of hunger as previously felt. So those are three other ways that you can feel hunger or satiety in the non-actual way, right? It's not actually leptin. It's not actually ghrelin telling your body that. There's one more way that often gets overlooked as well. And this is stuck emotions or emotions that are not feeling heard within your body. So if you are feeling anger, sadness, like worry or fear. You know the term like people eat their feelings? Well, this is because they're using food as a way to fix or soothe these types of emotions. So if we are not dealing with these emotions or if these emotions are feeling stuck in your body, this could be another reason why you are constantly or continuing to overeat or not be able to recognize the difference between hunger and satiety. Big, big, big part of tuning into your body and listening to those messages is clearing any emotions that are stuck or really being with them, acknowledging that they're there, learning what it feels like to feel the anger, feel the sadness, let it move through your body so that you can clear space to be able to hear the messages your body's sending you on a much clearer level. So those are just some other things that you can take a look at when you are trying to tune into your hunger, feelings of fullness, and what that can look like. And if you aren't physically hungry, like if you're like, okay, it's definitely emotions or there's gotta be some hormonal imbalances or you know, my nervous system is majorly out of whack. There are so many things that you can do that's not eating <laughs> to help and regulate this or fill that void in a different way. We do not have to reach for food to soothe or fix. We don't need food to do that for us. There are so many other things that you can do. And some of my favorites are going for a walk, stretching, breathing, or rocking yourself back and forth. You can do that, which is quite nice. Doing a body scan, like a meditation, just like really tuning into what's going on in your body. Doodling or drawing, I absolutely love. I loved when they came out with the adult coloring books because it's so soothing and so calming. Uh, that's such a great way to help calm your nervous system. Journaling, you guys know how much I love journaling <laughs> and describing your emotions, whatever's going on for you in the moment, that can be really helpful. Listening or playing to music, meditation, as I mentioned, or 
really trying to raise your vibe, right? We could be just stuck. We could just be like in this like cycle of um, just discomfort. So like doing something like watching a funny movie or connecting with people you love or just trying to laugh it out, raising your vibe, feeling the love, feeling the joy, enlightenment, those higher levels of vibration. Try these out if you don't think you're actually physically hungry. And if you go through some of these activities and you're still feeling hungry, then eat something. (laughs) I'm not telling you not to eat. I'm just telling you how important it is to be able to know the difference between feeling hungry and feeling full because this is really going to set you up for intuitive eating practices so that you don't feel like you are a prisoner of cravings for the rest of your life. We don't want that. We want to feel free. We want to feel like we are in charge of our food, of our nourishment, of being able to live our lives and not constantly be worried about how much I'm eating, what I'm eating, and feeling like you're in that mind prison of of hunger. So I hope that this episode gave you a little bit more clarity on what that looks like, how to tune in to your body's feelings, what those hormones look like when they are balanced, what to look for, things you can do if you are thinking that you're feeling hungry, but maybe you aren't actually physically hungry. And just to know that at the end of the day, If you're hungry, eat. Please eat something. You can always reassess. You can always keep trying, keep tuning in, keep learning about your body and just keep up the hard work. It's not easy and it just takes that time to learn more about yourself and I know that you're doing just that by even just listening today. So I'm just super, super grateful that you are here always If you want more information on hunger, on satiety, on these types of hormones, on how to balance these, this is all part of my Back to Your Body program. We go through this in a lot more detail. We talk about what it's like to support our digestion, support our gut health, our hormonal balance, so that you can really figure out the difference between hunger and satiety really know in your body what hunger feels like. We talk all about clearing this fog so that you can really, really tune into the messages that your body is sending you. So if this is something that is really sparking your interest, please reach out. You can always fill out an application to join the program or ask more questions. I'm always available on Instagram at mind.body.spirit.mama or you can also email me. My email is always in the show notes. Please reach out. I love answering your questions. I'm here to support and help. Thank you so much for listening today. As always, don't forget to love yourself and have a absolutely beautiful day. Bye.